welcome to the Loving Lake Geneva podcast. I'm your host, Karen Stray Rappaport. Each episode, I take an outside-the-wake look at the area's most interesting people, places, and happenings. It's another great day here in Lake Geneva, and this lake looks stunning, so let's jump right in. Today, we have with us Melissa Manje, owner of Pedal and Cup, which is just a few minutes from Lake Geneva and Springfield. You can probably deduct from the name that bikes and coffee are involved, but Pedal and Cup is so much more. Welcome, Melissa. Hi, thank you. Thanks for being here. We're actually sitting here in Pedal and Cup, and it's so full of um, merchandise and great activities and opportunities, and we'll get into that. But I first met you, um, I believe, when you had first kind of taken over as owner here, and I was desperate to find uh, bikes to rent for the Fat Tire Ride that's in September in Lake Geneva. It's a bike ride all around the lake. And I had, you know, like 10 people all of a sudden coming in as guests. And you were wonderful just starting out trying to get established here as the new owner and somehow managed to um, find me my bikes. And not only did you find us great ones, but then you came and picked them up when we were done. It was just such a great service. So I remember back then thinking, I have to talk to you and have you on my podcast. So I'm so happy we're finally sitting here. Absolutely. So can you just tell us um, your history with Paddle and Cup and how you became came to be the owner? Yeah, absolutely. So that was really fun. Last fall was kind of our soft opening. We knew that um, we were going to really open kind of the way we envisioned the shop to be this spring. And so we just wanted to kind of dabble with it before we were closed for the season, because this is an old building full of history. And that's actually the best part of the Pedal and Cup story. So we'll go into that a little bit. Um, But we wanted to kind of see what we were in for, some adjustments we want to maybe make for the spring before we, you know, launched big this year. And so... um, We kind of came about Pedal and Cup by chance, actually. This is a business that my husband and I had always envisioned, probably. We've been in the Lake Geneva area for the last 13 years, and it was always a part of our vision, our dreams that we had had, and it kind of built over the years. We love Door County. We think Door County does small business really well, and we really wanted to bring a piece of that north down here to you know, this beautiful area. And so we were always for the last few years, just kind of wandering the Lake Geneva area. We lived downtown and trying to envision this business idea that we had in different locations. Um, And I have a background in retail management. And so I was just like certain that there had to be a local business that we could run with his, you know, background of marketing and mine with retail and management. Um, It was just a matter of when and where. And so it was actually my husband that um, met the owners, Tim and Karen Schinke, and they hit it off right away. And it was just the right place at the right time with the right people. And what's really neat about your podcast that we love, it links back um, the even bigger story of this area to the community. One thing we've been shocked by our community is just how special it is. We grew up being tourists here, but we didn't know there was such a heart and a community behind the scenes. And when we moved here with our young family, we were put between neighbors who taught us just that beauty of community. And it's just poured out over the years. And so lo and behold, as he's driving by and he sees that this shop is available, he meets uh, Karen and Tim. It was really the mutual um, connections that we had had that would kind of sealed the deal for us. And uh, Karen and Tim have kind of nurtured this whole area. Tim grew up 
here in Springfield. He still lives across the field in the home that he was born in. And his family is the heart of Springfield. They own this depot. They own the buildings across the street and they have for over a hundred years. And so he's really preserved these buildings. It's his dad who kind of fought off the county when they want to come in a few times and condemn the depot and said, absolutely not. And so here it is today. And so it has a great history. It's literally been a train depot, which is the best part of the story. And then it's spent half of its years as an office for the mill across the street in the lumber yard. So this was more of their office space. And then when the old rail line turned from rails to trails, Karen and Tim turned it in a pedal and cup. And so now here we are today. So we love the history of this place. We love the community that Karen and Tim have created here and preserved. And we just feel like we're kind of passing the baton along. So they still own the building. We're just owning the shop part of it. And we're just kind of continuing the legacy that they started. And we're doing, you know, partnerships with local business, like our coffee, for example, Blended House, and our local vendors. We want to just keep the business local and showcase just all the great talent around the lake. And that's how we've gotten to where we are today. Amazing. And it looks so different from when I first walked in, you know, to rent the bikes. And now, I mean, you have so many really neat things just in the, I think I could spend a couple hours just looking <laughs> around this, the shop part here. But so you were saying it was an old railroad or the old railroad though so what railroad line was that, that yeah it was the one railroad line that linked lake michigan to the mississippi river and from the mississippi river it would branch out west you know different destinations and it really kind of linked milwaukee to chicago and it played a big role in developing lake geneva as well so its main use was a freight line and even the lumber yard across the way supplied a lot of the lumber for the homes around the lake. And then it also became a passenger line kind of in the middle. It started out as freight. They turned it into a passenger line. Eventually, the passenger line stopped around the 50s and it continued still as a freight line. And, I, you know, there, we talked to a lot of locals who have memories still of late 70s, early 80s, maybe of the rail line still going through their backyards and playing on the tracks. And then the rail line set empty for quite a while until the rails to trails uh, was developed, I believe, in the late 90s. So is this the one then that went all the way like to Williams Bay through that? That one? was a different that's line. That's a different one. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. And this would have gone down more towards, I think, even through Iowa, down oh, to the Mississippi oh, River that way. Yeah, a little bit through Illinois. Right. And there's a big effort being made to relink some of these um, rail lines back together. Right now, it's a, about an 11-mile trail that is still, you know, end to end from Elkhorn to Burlington. And we're smack dab in the middle of that. But there's even rail, you know, trails beyond that. There, there's a big effort being made to link all of those. Oh, very neat. Well, yeah. I saw that Neil Aspinall did a piece of art with your his graphic design with the logo and it's got the big locomotive in it and very, very neat. Um, of course, he was on the podcast before. So I see his artwork around the shop here. Um, so really need to see that. So th would you say your main goal here is the bike rental? Do you think that's the biggest part of your business? Believe it or not, that's a part of the business. It's really being a destination off the trail. So whatever that is, whether it's getting people equipped with bikes to get out onto the trail or really just a nice stop off the trail. A lot of people, it'll be their halfway point. So they'll come in for a quick snack. A lot of people, it's their end. So they'll come and they'll really enjoy, you know, a few hours on the lawn of picnicking and getting ice cream. And when we've got live music out front, you know, they'll make an afternoon out of it. So our main draw is really to get that trail traffic. But because of the history of this piece, we want it to become known, you know, outside of the trail and really be a fun afternoon, daytime destination for 
you know, people visiting the area that want to come out. So we really want to expand our food menu. And even there's so much more seating opportunities throughout the depot that we would like to expand. So it really can become that day destination for food, ice cream, you know, a good cup of coffee, all the local, you know, shop the local vendors and then discover the trail. We have gotten a lot of people just driving by that I'll stop in and don't even realize the history of the building or that there's a bike trail. So people will even come to rent a bike, but then they're like, now where do we take it? Because <laughs> they see right. bike rental and still don't realize there's this beautiful state trail right alongside here. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I've been coming up here since I was born and, you know, living up here the last few years, but I didn't know that, you know, when I came here, I'm like, what trail is this? Right. And, you know, and, and that's of course why one of the reasons I do this podcast, just to bring awareness to, you know, things that people don't know about, especially non-local people. And, and, you know, as a realtor, people will ask me where are the bike trails around here? And now I can <laughs> really be helpful and, and how need to be halfway because I know, you know, when you go on a long bike ride, you, you know, that stop is pretty nice to have. And you said you offer some food food already and some ice cream. Can you be more specific? On Absolutely. What's here? So we had a lot of fun last weekend with a pizza truck pulling up. And so we're kind of just experimenting with what food works well along the trail side. And it seemed to have gone really well. It was a wood uh, fire pizza oven. And it was a young couple that, you know, came and parked and partnered with us. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, it seemed like it had a really great response. We offer a really light sandwich menu on the weekends. Um, so we're going to continue to expand that. And there's a lot of opportunity for food trucks. So we're going to continue just throughout the summer to uh, use some surprise pop-ups throughout the on the weekends. And then our ice cream is one that we're really proud of. We always knew we wanted it to be an ice cream shop. My husband and I actually met at an ice cream shop downtown Lake Geneva, Annie's, when I, we were in college. And so we just think it's so funny that we're now running an ice cream shop. And when it came to picking ice cream, we wanted it to be good. And we had an idea of which company we would go with, but it wasn't available at the time. So we were pleasantly surprised to have to continue searching and found Purple Door out of Milwaukee. And they were such a great find. We love their story. We love um, their ingredients and the way they make ice cream. And they're very local focused as well. Um, so we just feel like we have a really great ice cream that they're willing to deliver here to this area, which is such a treat for locals who are familiar with Purple Door out of Milwaukee. Now don't have to drive, you know, so far to get that yummy ice cream sandwich and all those fun flavors that they offer. So, And then the coffee brand that you use yeah. is what? We were really excited to partner with a local family um, that just, he, the roaster's been roasting beans for seven years as a hobby and just began selling their beans right before we opened. And in a short amount of time, we were able to partner with them and develop blends just for our shop. So our medium roast is called the White River Trail and our dark roast is called the Steam Engine. So both a nod to our location and the history of this place. Um, and it's gone over really well. We always thought we'd be the second cup of coffee of the day. We never thought we'd have such a fun coffee story, but it was just, again, the right people at the right time. And it's been really fun to see that grow into you know, our own coffee brand. And we have been open six weeks and we've already had a lot of repeat customers coming in for more beans. And some of the people who visited for the weekend bought a bag and wanna know if it can be delivered. So we continue to get surprised we knew it was good coffee. We knew what we were looking for. 
and just to hear the response has been really exciting. And you are so close. I mean, people think Springfield, where's that? You know, but you're literally two minutes outside of downtown Lake Geneva. Exactly. Of course, there's a little road construction going on right now. So people might want to find alternative routes, but that'll be temporary. And, and of course, they can just bike it here through the trails, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that the White River Trail is also known to some people as Terry's Trail. And can you kind of tell that story of how that came to be? Absolutely. Um, and that's what we love about this too is everybody has a story and a link to either the building or what the trail means to them and terry was actually in a really tragic car bike car accident um, many years ago and she was biking on the road and was hit by a distracted driver and she is really fortunate to be alive today but it was a pretty severe accident and she was in a coma for about eight days and the rehabilitation was really significant um, but she you the chances of meeting her are likely if you're there on the trailer in the shop because it's something she'll bike daily and pop in here and she's a hard person to miss because she's full of life and energy and excitement and so she's just really taken a negative and turned it positive and so she now has dedicated her miles still to biking on the trail versus the road and is a big you know champion for getting out and biking still and she's never biking alone she's always trying to get people out to bike and her enthusiasm is contagious and so you never know who she's going to bring through the doors here at pedaling cup because yeah. <laughs> she's always biking with different people and you know she's always in the middle of a really long bike ride and she's just a really healthy active person um, and it's just really neat to see her have been able to take such a full recovery and turn it so positive and now she's actually a part of the white river cycle club and they do some really great things as far as providing bikes to um, local kids who mm. are otherwise unable to have access to bikes. Um, so it's really neat, again, just so many positives that she's turned her accident into. So we'll all have to watch for her and say a big hello <laughs> to her. And so you mentioned one um, bicycle group. Do you Are you affiliated with any or do you just see them come through here? Like if, if I were a beginning biker that wanted to just kind of join a group to start regular riding or, or different options that you would direct me to? Absolutely. There's some really great bike enthusiasts throughout the area. And we've had the opportunity to meet up with like Avant Cafe, uh, downtown Lake Geneva. They're part of, I think it's the Treadhead Club and they might be a little bit more, you know, advanced biking group, but we are definitely um, in contact and in network with a lot of other areas. We have some really exciting things in the works as far as what will be provided here, um, but definitely a great meetup um, opportunity. And we just have a lot of clubs that do come through, different groups that we're starting to learn about as we've been open. You know, we've got certain regulars on Friday, certain regulars on Saturday that are all a part of different clubs that kind of love to make this their trail stop. It is, you know, like you talked about how the community just kind of sticks together and supports each other. I mean, I've been seeing pedal and cup, pedal and cup, pedal everywhere, you know, all over social media, people talking about it. So word is spreading really fast, um, you know, about all the great things that you're doing here and and the way that you are supporting um, other companies in return. It really is what it's all about. And it does just really does define this area, I feel like. And do you, you said you have a family. You, do you have children? We do. We've got three kiddos. Oh, They're all gosh. in the Lake Geneva schools from fourth grade to middle school and a high schooler. Oh, wow. So you are very busy. And you met at Annie's. Were you both local 
or were you tourists at the time and just happened to meet there? We grew up in the Northern Illinois area. And so this is kind of the destination for summer jobs. And we live close enough that I could, you know, drive in daily for that summer job. And so he was in Woodstock. I was in Richmond at the time and working in Lake Geneva, absolute chance meeting. And I figured, oh, I'd never see that boy again. He's probably some tourist (laughs) from out of the area. (laughs) And lo and behold, uh, That was that. It was love at first sight. And a couple more ice creams later, we've been (laughs) together ever since. And that was about 22 years ago. And you're still eating ice cream. We're still enjoying (laughs) ice cream. And our kids, we never imagined raising them in the Lake Geneva area. So that's been really neat. Really neat. There's so many love stories that really started here in Lake Geneva. It's wonderful. And, you know, either one or the other are living here or they just happened to meet here Uh and they ended up living here. So really (laughs) neat. So I saw that you've had some events like the pizza you were talking about and you had like a sign making stencil and sawdust uh, workshop or something. And then do you have more events lined up yet? Absolutely. And, you know, this is the summer of just being grateful to be open is what we've kind of concluded (laughs) we're really we wanted to expand hours right now we're friday saturday sunday and we're really grateful to be able to pull that off consistently um and we will grow our events it's probably not going to be this year but there's a lot in store for planning ahead as far as um doing more of the sign making classes and it'll all be outdoor if we pull anything else off this summer this fall it'll remain outdoors with you know out on the picnic tables and Um, but there's a lot in store. We've got some local artists that have some really neat ideas and we can't wait to unleash some of those as time goes on. So right now we're just kind of getting our feet wet. We're just getting used to the traffic. It's been really busy. Um, and we've had to just even adjust our inventory levels, which we didn't expect. Mm. Even when I ordered beans the first time, I thought, man, I really probably went overboard. I'm probably going to be dusting these bags off in August. And instead we sold out the first weekend. Wow. So we've had just some, you know, slowing down to catch back up going on. And so there's a lot um, in store for not just growth in this depot as far as extended seating and menu, but also these drop-in events. There's going to be a lot of that in the future. Well, I was going to ask how you have had to adjust to the pandemic, but it sounds like that has maybe affected the business even in a positive way. Isn't it nice to hear that with every negative, there's can at least be so many positives found. And the other positive is a lot of people have discovered the trail for the first time because they are looking for things still to do, trying to get outdoors. I think majority of the people have walked through the door have said it's their first time, even if they're a local riding the trail and it's their new favorite find because it's really beautiful scenic views. And so there's the positive. The other positive is all the bike sales. All the bike shops are empty. <laughs> That's what I heard. You can't find a bike. You can't yeah. find a boat. Yeah. You can't find an RV. You know, all these things that people want to do outside together, with, be with family. Um, it, it's, it is. It's, it's a positive really that's come positive. out of a negative. And sure. people are slowing down, too. They're not as rushed. They're able to enjoy the trail, come picnic outside, and not feel like they've got to rush off to something else. So we've really just been able to enjoy Um, seeing that. And so many people have said because of, you know, the bike trail is so wide. It's so bike friendly. It's so wide open space. You know, even the way the shop flows and the ample amount of outdoor space, people feel comfortable and they feel like they can actually take a moment and kind of forget all the craziness going on around Mm -hmm. them. And to us, that feels like, again, one of those gifts that we want to keep giving back to the community. It is just a really nice haven here. It's just even sitting inside here, but the outdoor area is beautiful as well. So on the path, I've seen pictures of horses. Will will we see horses go by as we're riding the path? Yes, that's the best part of our day. There's some locals 
up the way that, you know, towards the end of the afternoon on a Saturday, they'll bring their horses down. And some from, from here in Springfield down to Lyons is the uh, horse part of the trail. So people can bring their horses and, you know, at least get them out on the trail for a bit and back. And it just feels so appropriate to be out here with the history and all these barns and then actually see the horse coming down the road is neat. That is neat. And, and we had some ideas as far as, you know, we've contacted the DNR to see if we could get horse carts on the trail and they're open to the idea. So we'll see if we can arrange and, you know, find the right partner with that. But we'd love to see horses and that kind of thing. More of that on the trail. And I am, are people allowed to walk dogs on the trail and are they, are, do you allow them here? Yeah. I'm glad you actually asked that question. So many people think of the trail and biking, but it's open to hiking and definitely dogs. We're a dog friendly shop as well. It's fun to have people bring their dogs through and out on the lawn. Absolutely. I saw one when I came in sitting <laughs> wagging his tail at me. So um, I figured you allowed dogs here. But so, I, you know, I'm sitting in the store. I wouldn't even know where to begin to explain what you have here. But can you can you maybe just kind of explain some of the categories that you have here just in, in the shop for sale? Absolutely. So you mentioned Neil earlier, and that's definitely worth noting because Neil is such a great guy. And we listen to your podcast and he's so humble it's and he so would humble. never... <laughs> he would never gush on his talent. I really think that he is like just gonna, his art will last forever. It's just a really great timepiece. So when we have this landmark building, we knew Neil was the guy to go to that was going to do justice for the history. So we did want to bring back that history so that people knew that this is a depot and that this is a rails to trail line that people are biking and hiking on today. So we do have his artwork here. And the biggest compliment to us and his work has been the request for pedal and cup gear. And so we've got it on mugs and t-shirts and we even printed our first poster. So that was kind of a really neat, unexpected moment for his logo in our shop together. Um, so we've got his prints that are selling really well. We have sold through quite a few of his prints. Um, we've got this gal, um, Megan, with Stencil and Sawdust, and she's the one that'll be doing the workshops with the sign making, and she's got great signs. We love when people hop up on our bench here and just start taking her signs off the wall to take it home. They're sweet notes, they're funny notes, and they're definitely just a great piece for everybody's home. And a lot of um, local artists, retired art teachers who brought in their um, artwork, so some of these weavings back here that are just eclectic, but really great stories. A lot of it's uh, recycled materials that some of these art teachers and artists are using and repurposing into, you know, cute knit hats and these woven circles for the wall. And it's just really neat to come and see the handiwork of everybody. There's this local guy who does these uh, airplanes out of old aluminum cans. Um, and he does the personalized wooden trains. So it's just really neat to see what people kind of have and come up with and bring through the door here. And so uh, what kind of hours are you open? At this time, we're open Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Friday and Saturday, 10 to 6, Sunday, 11 to 5. And I think we're going to stick to that for the time being. And, yeah. you know, when we grow hours, it'll probably more, be more so next year. And can you explain how people can find you physically or online? Yeah, absolutely. So Facebook is where we definitely get most of the word out. That's our go-to spot for updating hours, events, um, and just really all of the happenings inside of the shop. And then uh, we are located, as you said, just two miles north of 
I say Imagine Theater. Everybody knows where Imagine Theater yeah. is in Lake Geneva. And I said, just keep going a little bit further north past the stop sign and you're going to find us. And just be patient with that road construction. It's really a gift. It's really a nuisance right now. But, you know, again, there's a really great community cause behind that, like Tom Hart and Anne from Avant. They uh, made huge efforts in getting that bike lane possible to link downtown Lake Geneva to these trails. They really are passionate about getting people out on bikes um, and making it safer and more accessible. So, you know, for now, maybe an alternative route, yeah. but in the future, you might be able to just bike from downtown Lake Geneva right here to the trail and right here to the shop. That is great with the, I didn't realize that's what they were doing with a, a bike lane because that, that's pretty dangerous without it. So <laughs> right. that is, that's great that people will be able to ride yeah. here because this is the, you know, the trail everybody wants to go to, to start. So mm -hmm. that's great to hear. Well, I always, and with asking my guests this question, but you kind of answered it. Um, if, if you had to pick one thing that's your favorite thing about the Lake Geneva area, what would it be? Absolutely like community. <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've changed us and it's been the gift and treasure of being in this area. And it's the, the you know, baton we feel like we want to pass on and we want to continue to unite community here. You know, whether it's just a weekend visit, we want people to know that there's so much heart to this area beyond the beauty. It really is. I, I, I'm thinking back, I really don't think I've met a person that is not kind and friendly mm. that lives up here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just a really, really great group of people, um, you know, in the whole area that support each other. So. And it is the place where everybody knows your name. <laughs> it's, that's right. I love that. Well, hopefully everybody will come and check check you out here on Friday, Saturday, Sunday and go online. I follow you on Facebook and you're always posting you know, what's, what's coming up and all the pictures from the past events. So that's a great place for people to follow you as well. And thank you so much for being here and opening up your, your place to me today. Thank you. It's been a joy. Sure. And as always, thanks to the listeners for letting me share my love of Lake Geneva, the natural beauty, the crystal clear waters, the sunshine and the sunsets, but most of all, the people. I'm Karen Stray Rappaport. Join me next time as another guest takes their place in the sun. Bye for now. I feel all right, like the